Walt and the Reese have been X-Files fans from the beginning. Patrick is watching for the first time. Together, they perform improv comedy in New York City, and now they're doing a podcast. It's time for Two Files and a Newborn. Hello, welcome. And a Newborn. Hello, welcome back. Welcome to Two Files and a Newborn. I'm Walter. I'm Reese. Welcome back. Welcome back. That's Pat. And I'm Patrick at the Pat Reedy. We forgot to plug our Twitter handles. We did. We should do it. I'm at Walt Frazier. I'm at Larissa. Yeah, Twitter, Instagram, other stuff. Instagram, I'm Larissa Fatal. So we have three very interesting episodes to discuss. Uh, Like them or hate them. We got three all kind of dealing with kind of religious symbolism, demonic or Satan worship, or voodoo, you know, cult, religion, religious, religious themes. Um, Is it a theme if it takes you like 15 different words? To <laughs> no, down? but it, it, they're loosely connected. But for me, like a monster, there are three Monster of the Week episodes that kind of are Oh, all, this is a monster. Yeah, and this is a true monster, but it's, it's never really... Uh, I forgot that we saw him as a demon in this. For Pat that doesn't know, we do see Donnie Faster again another year or two. And, this is uh, one of the better standalones, better monsters. Yeah. One of the best and If characters. not the best episode, certainly the creepiest of all creepiest. creeps. Shit. Well, yeah. You know, Did we say the irresistible? Yes, irresistible. irresistible. we're talking about? Irresistible. irresistible. Wait, we, Which, what kind of monster is he? Besides, you know, a disgusting human being. They I keep showing a, him as the demon. He's they they show demon, like a silhouette of some type of Or there's of a demon. demonic possession going on. Yeah, well, you see like a quick flash of like uh, horns and shit. Yeah. He's got very horny elbows. You see these. So does it ever come to fruition of what kind of monster? Oh, never yeah, clear. Ah, well, it goes into it. Remember? In the next episode. Season seven. Is it season seven before we see him again? Yeah. Wow. Same actor, too. Same actor. Same actor. Good for yeah. him. Uh, Bring him back. He's comes like, back he's after. Like Dexter before Dexter. Yeah. He, he's he's got a thing for Scully now. I've seen him on, uh, he, you know, he, he, play, he's, uh, he played a creepy character on, uh, what, was that, uh, what was that series? Uh, with, with Terry O'Quinn. A horror series. Oh, that's right. Series. Yeah, he was like a hitman for him, right? No, no, he was like his foe. Yeah. Uh, 666 Park six, six, Avenue. Six, six, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was yeah. a CW series, right? No, well, that was, was that also, was ABC. Was that ABC? He was that's also right. in Con Air. He was in Con Air. <laughs> that's uh, not the only actor to be in He Con was Air. in a uh, Tears of the what was it the uh, the Bruce oh, Willis please movie. Please tell me Nick Cage shows up in an X Files episode. You're the only one who likes Nick Cage, I think. Yeah. Uh, Tears of the Sun with Bruce Willis. Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. God, that would be bad. He was in The Legend of Zorro. An eraser training. He was in Training Day. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can find all this at his IMDb page. Yeah, yes. I'm on Wiki. No, he's a great actor, but man, the creepiness. I mean, it's so subtle the it's way he does it. It's a very dark episode. Yeah. Fetishist. He's a fetishist. Fetishist. Yeah. Fetishist. Hair and and uh, fingernails. The fingernails always get me. Ooh, the hair. Cutting off the hair. I'm like, okay. I Ripping off the fingernails. Yeah, that's Ugh. the one thing that makes me super squeamy. You too. Yeah. One of the Saw movies, and I was just like, Bleh. I think that's one of the most got to be one of the most universal things of you. What is it about the fingernail being removed? Oh, I can't even talk about it. Yeah, but like, why is that so creepy? It's it's painful. Have you ever had, have you ever tugged on one? Because it's yes, like it's, I I'm not arguing that. It's painful. I don't understand why. And there's like I think your fingers are so. All the nerve endings on your finger. Well, not just. Well, yeah, they're they're. Well, a lot of times your your hands can handle more heat than the rest of your body. Like they're they're designed 
to take on a lot. They're designed to handle. They're designed to oh, handle a lot on. of things. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you got a handle on your hands. Did you ever but, bite your nails growing up? I still do sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah I still Ugh, do. What's yeah, wrong with you? I do. And uh, yes. I really should sanitize. You don't know what those fingers have been. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and I'm not proud of it. I don't want to know. They've been in a lot of bad places. Um, I wash my hands like constantly. Yeah. I'm kind of a germ freak. So yeah. if I bite my fingernails, they are clean. I the other cool thing about this episode is that it's like very, uh, you know, kind of grounded in reality. It did feel very much like... We're following around this creepy, like Dexter Morgan-y type serial killer. Yeah. He's very normal looking and very unassuming. Yes. And being just creepy and collecting his little pieces from dead bodies and making new dead bodies and collecting more pieces from them. And why do these creep always go after Scully? Yeah, it's the hair. She's a hottie. She puts herself out there. Yeah. They freaking. She was. She left town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is particularly not cool She's with this really guy. Really skeeved. Really skeeved. That's good. Play. It's good that we finally get some like real raw emotion out of her. That's not yeah. based upon like family or backstory. It's just kind of like where she draws the line as far right. as far as her tolerance goes for mm-hmm. people. Well, I, it's <laughs> funny. I, I, it's not creepy yet, but it's like they're defacing. Until the, he actually becomes a killer, really? he's defacing death, and we, they, we don't see a lot. But is a criminal profiler knows what, what yeah. his next step is, which right. is to actually right. do this to, to living. Which is kind of funny. Emails. I think the other reason I like the, the agent uh, Box, Mo Box, um, he is a believer. He is the first one we see where the agents go out. And, he was very supportive. And, well, not just supportive, like but he, he was like, "It's aliens, right?" Him. The reason I called you because it's obviously aliens, <laughs> right? It's it's like he's very he's very much a believer, and but he's like a blind believer. Where Mulder is like, oh, "I don't know, I, I, this doesn't scream alien to me." Like he's a skeptic. Well, I like this, a lot of the cinematography, mm-hmm. um, the way they shot some of the stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, the, the, I like that. I like the the. Demon silhouette, mm-hmm. and what they kind of hint to when Scully is in the jail mm-hmm. because they pulled in the other guy and they think that he is the one that's that he's the, the right. murderer. Right. And meanwhile, Donnie is in the next jail cell, like right. looking at her oh, right so over her shoulder. Over yeah. It's creepyish, and he's like, "What was what was what was this agent's what name? Was her name? What was her name?" He's got that very soft. Spoken away, but I, I, I never like the one woman. They they call him a charmer. Like I don't see charming. It, it, it he's seems, not a bad looking guy. Not a bad looking guy, but yeah, it's no it ha- there's a creep that working girl. Yeah, making her a nice cold bath. Oh, mm-hmm. that oh that skews me out. Yeah, I think I also love skewy skewy trivia thing that I'm looking at. What's that? Um, is that this episode was originally supposed to be about a necrophiliac, but mm-hmm. Fox turned down that idea. Yeah, so that's probably a good idea. A death fetish. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I like that. The, the yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't do a necrophiliac episode, really. You know, I also think a lot of these shows deal with a serial killer. He's already killed four or five times or ten times or twenty times, and they're going after an established serial killer. Maybe it's new that they discovered a serial, whatever. But here, we actually see the character become a serial killer. We see the character go through that process mm. that Mulder is predicting. How many and people did he kill? 
Just one. I think I only killed one or two in this episode. How many do you have to kill to be a serial killer? Well, no, but I think the, the idea that he's becoming a serial he, he would be a serial killer if he wasn't caught. Um, but now I'm forgetting why they even went to investigate this shit in the first place. Well, I think originally the... Because he was taking the bodies, right? Well, well no, he was defacing the bodies. He was taking the hair. He was, he was destroying. And the oh, agent yeah, the assumed graves. it was aliens, so he called Mulder. Mulder just wanted to go to the Redskins game. Exactly. He got the tickets and Redskins. Like, Vikings, he was dismissing Vikings, the whole yeah, thing. Vikings oh, he's first. a big football fan, yeah. huh? And it wasn't until they, they went through and found all these other girls and all these other cases. It's like, you know, this is this is going to become something bad. And Mulder loses, has to leave the game. He's probably pissed because he had to leave, leave the Redskins game. I would be. but uh, I would not be. No? no? You're not a football person. I'm not you don't, a Redskins you don't, person You don't anymore. get it. You don't understand. Uh, so uh, so I give this one, I have to give this one a nine. I, it, it's probably the best monster of the week there, there's some flaws with it at times, but the ending is very creepy when they show him mm-hmm. as a kid. Yeah, and then Demon Flash, and then Kid Flash, and then yeah. regular guy well, Flash. Right. Freaking, this is a good one for bad monster. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this a nine because it's pretty well done. I don't, I don't know. There's never a moment where I'm like, oh god, this yeah. is bad. Like I'm watching it, and it's pretty dark. Yeah. But it's not hokey. Right. I give this one an eight. Yeah. This one nice. was way better than the last three. Yeah, this this was pretty high. Pretty high end. We so, have a shippy uh, moment. A little bit of a shippy moment at the end. A little bit of a shippy moment, but I think it's also... Well, he's very worried about her. That was a... That was a sc- Mulder Scully relationship potential It's a moments. comfort. That was a comfort shit. Yeah, you know, it's like a comfort blow when he... Comfort she got, shit. It was a comfort blow when she was... Uh, a comfort blow? Yeah, it was, like she was... You know, it, it, it was a blow to his comfort when Never she was... Never mind. That, that yeah. doesn't sound right at all. Okay. You're a comfort blow. Yeah. <laughs> You're... <laughs> it's not a fart. It's a comfort blow. Oh, that doesn't sound so, right. So, um, oh, this is this the first episode directed by Kim Manners? We're, I'm sorry. I'm moving on in my head. What are we doing? Uh, We're moving on to the next one? Die Hand, Die Velitz. Die Hand, Die Velitz. Yes, we go in German. You know. This is another episode I've seen so pod, many this, times. This whole section of the podcast in your bad German accent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I never or not. This is the last Morgan and Wong script for a while because they go on to do Space Above and Beyond after this. Uh, Kim Manners directed, who is uh, the late great Kim Manners, right? Okay, yes. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Directed um, a lot of episodes. And who went on to do much of Supernatural, right? Yeah. Yeah. Direct, directed. Kim Manners is a big reason we have Supernatural. Yeah, so just had a very supernaturally uh, feel mm-hmm, to Very it. much so. Very much the so. Parent-teacher <laughs> conference religious now, cult. Yeah. yeah, the PTA people. I These love are that. the people that hire us to do gigs. Yeah. Not yeah, and they also, you know, <laughs> do this to their children, apparently. That's right. Uh, I've always had my... messing and fooling around and experimenting on these kids, huh? Yeah. So, the teacher, was she the snake at the end? Did she turn into the snake? Because she disappeared. No, but... The, Where the, the hell she... did she go? I don't know, but there's some cool effects in this episode. Great like the effect. raining toads. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's freaking hilarious. No toads were harmed in the making of this production. I would hope not. What was, what was the quote, though? That we You did a vine of it last night. I did. I had to post it. Uh, oh, you haven't posted it yet. Oh, actually, here. Give me my, my iPad. You show it to Pat. It's already done, ready to be posted. No, but I recorded it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and I was trying to record it, and you kept burping. Right. Remember? Oh, that's right. I yelled. I was yeah. like, Walter, well, let me pull record. that up. See if you can help me remember if Greece has the F word or not in it. Yes, it does. The play does. I don't remember the movie or not. Uh, 
I think. But like, you can't just take the F word out Fongul. of the Fongul. No, but they do. The chicks will cream. Nothing odd. Yeah. There's nothing <laughs> odd about this. Bam. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> Is this exciting at home? It's coming. Ribbit. That was worth the wait. I'm totally sorry, was that totally worth the payoff? Yeah, we, we could Well, there are toes just fell from the, the sky. The transcript would have been quicker. It's going to sound no, like no. shit on the podcast. <laughs> I might have to edit some of that. Oh, no. Mm. Leave it. Leave it. Let it go. Have it fun with it. But either way, even if Grease had the F word in it, X-Files mm-hmm. has had the F word in it. Yeah. The old people then. Fuck you, Stan. That's right. Fuck off, Stan. The, uh, actually, I, uh, I've been involved with Greece in high schools, and a few words had to be tra- changed, because in uh, Greece Lightning... Well, you just changed the words. Well, the chicks will cream, you change the chicks will dream, and uh, Fongul is the, is the, like the, what do you call it, the These Jersey... Parents, they're always just trying you. to censor yeah. great arts. That's right. And, and Greece. For a reason. And we, Greece. we left. We le- Pippin has like asshole. They didn't want to do yeah. Jesus Christ. And the sex scenes. Mm-hmm. And we did that in our school. And we said asshole. So so here's the thing. Did they not want to do Jesus Christ Superstar because a Christian theme or any kind of religious theme in a school is bad, or because they are devil worshippers? We don't want to do a Christ a Christ worship um, questioning my faith play. Uh, is, it's, is it the Christ theme that's the problem, or an overall we shouldn't be doing religious in a public school? It might be the fact that he wasn't resurrected in the end of that musical. These kids, these kids. He was were, resurrected. These no. kids were clearly oh, no. repressed. Well, in the though. in the in the curtain call, he's resurrected. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. That's Easter morning. This is why kids don't want to follow what religion their parents try to shovel on them. Exactly. Clearly. Yeah. They were not okay with it. Because you never know when you're going to be raped or bloodletting or, you know. Oh, that's a reaction for that's that great. one kid where an FBI agent walks into a classroom and they decide to jump out the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, Troy can't fit. Well, they're, they're not he's, smart kids. He's like, oh, here comes an FBI. I'm jumping out the window. They're not the smart window. kids. They're running around the woods and. New Hampshire. And then the girl has quite a tail, and she makes a really good argument. That's actually a good scene from a child. Mm -hmm. She's very hysterical, and then freaking out about that pig. That would be freaky. That was freaky. I never had to dissect a pig. I never had to dissect anything more than an owl pellet. I had to dissect a rat. Like a piece of shit from an owl? Yeah. You never had dissected owl pellets? I never dissected shit in my life. You would dissect owl pellets. Not on purpose. When you're like in elementary school, you would dissect owl pellets to see what kind of uh, animal you could like put back together with the the skeleton. Oh, see what they ate? We never did This is what we did in New England where this episode takes place. I guess this is... Fresh owl pellets. Montgomery County Public School System in Maryland, we dissected rats. I I dissected a frog I think I did, yeah. I did a frog in 8th grade and then a rat in like ninth or 10th. 10th grade biology. biology. They smelled horrible. That formaldehyde. I almost threw up. I almost asked a note so I didn't have to do it. Yeah, I don't think you dissected anything in my high school until you got into advanced biology. And by that point, I was like, peace out. No, we did, we regular, honor, well, it was honors biology, but biology, we, uh... There were big white not rats. Yeah. Probably, probably for low budget Like, you reasons. probably got the same ones we did. I don't know if we did rats. It was like one school over. You know, I think I missed, I think there was a mammal at some point, and I missed that day. It was nasty. I didn't do as well the in biology. The gross, and the rat was ask gross. I my sister, but she's a biology major. I think she dissected 
like the whole class dissected mm-hmm. a big pig, not like one individual pig. Yeah, you could be <laughs> yeah. a big pig too. Well, but then I that was pretty freaky with like the little satanic ritual making her slit her wrists and stuff. Like, oh, this is pretty yeah. extreme for. Oh, I I that, was on the I floor had a problem with up. that because yeah. you don't you don't it takes you a long time to bleed out from yeah. slitting your wrist. You don't die right away. Yeah. Like you Yeah, but this is probably before that was like well, I mean, people were always having teenage suicide problems, but I think this kind of Yeah, it, there's a lot of it's really hard to for, at least for teenage suicides mm-hmm. to do that to actually die that way. It's very painful. It's probably the That's first hard time to watch in general. on a national television show. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, it's maybe. possible. It was. It was pretty. I think it might be the first time you've seen somebody die from it. Usually they save them, and I, I forgot that she actually they let her die, and uh, that was but pretty the, traumatic. But the thing is, the dad is meeting with with the with the parents like mm-hmm. in the woods later and under the umbrellas, and it's right. like, oh, well, he just mentions in passing. Mm-hmm. Is this why my daughter died? It's just like, oh, by the way, like. What the hell? Well, it it's sounds just like so matter of fact. Like, okay, you didn't have this huge funeral. Well, at some point they stopped doing all of the sacrificial activities, right? At some point before this, years before this, they stopped doing the bloodletting. They stopped doing all the things to their kids. They stopped doing all the things that were part of their what he said seven generation religion in that town, right? So the the devil being there is much more about all four of them have lost their faith and she's pe- penalizing them for losing their faith, mm. right? I think, I think the whole reason uh, she is there the do- as the devil, as they're calling her, um, was to take out the four of them for not being faithful. They, and like at one point near the end, the guy says, oh, we gotta kill these two and sacrifice before it's too late. She said, it's already too late. Uh, at the very one of her last moments, it's already yeah, too late. Yeah, she on the chalkboard. Yeah, and they it's nice working with Mulder you. and Scully had a nice little shower. Mm-hmm. Together. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So, what was the cult's real goal here? Well, they were Where just did... satanic worshippers. They're the power of the dark magic. You know, se- again, seven generations. The people that have participated had all the powerful positions in town. They were, you know, he was the head of the PTA. This uh, <laughs> is power position. Um, but the top teachers, I'm assuming other people in the town that were top uh, mayors, or maybe there are other people in town that didn't die that we never met that were currently participating. Um, or you could look at it, you know, the devil all along said, this is bullshit, you got to go. Um, you should never have been doing all this stuff. You're, you're I don't evil. know, but that teacher's creepy as fuck. Yeah. Damn, she's creepy. Yeah, but she's, she's almost creepy. like she the anti-hero, stuff. isn't she? She's creepy, but she's like the anti-hero. She's taking out the people that want to kill. She's taking out the people that want to sacrifice their kids. Well, why? Uh, why? So he gets eaten by the snake, eaten un- and digested by the snake. Is and that shout her? out real quick. Shout out. By the I don't snake. think she's a snake. Maybe the snake. I think it's more. Um, she manifests the snake the way she manifests the toads falling but she, from she the sky. She let the girl slit her wrist. She sat there and yeah. all that happened. So yeah. she's not really the good. I wouldn't say she's the she's, anti-hero. She's not good. She's no, the anti-hero. No, the girl, the girl slit her wrist. Right. She's in the closet. She's. I'm just saying it's not. She she's not mind evil. She's the devil. Because some many people think the devil is not necessarily evil. Wait, she really wasn't being mind controlled. Something was going on. She was she controlling. Was in yeah. The, in the teacher's room, right. looking at her when this was going on and like making all kinds of weird growling noises. Yeah. And then she slits her wrist. So. And it's kind of, and the kind of question, is she the devil or is she a dark witch? You know, that's never really clear. I mean, I think there's a lot of uh, 
even in the Wikipedia, it's assuming just, that like, she I, was the, the devil. The ending had no tie-in. Like, it was just like she wrote on the chalkboard, she said it was too late, and then she was gone, and then, mm-hmm. boom, the credits came up. So there was nothing at the end to right. tie up. To like wrap up the story. Right. Goodbye. It's it was just been like, nice working with you. Look, We've that, run out of time. Great literature <laughs> leaves it up to the imagination of the. Uh, and I, I think before studying this to do a podcast, I just kind of assumed, oh, she's demon, or you know, I never said, oh, she's the actual devil. But um, is she the actual devil? I mean, she's really you know cleaning up, kind of the way uh, the guy that killed Deep Throat trying to clean up the the bovine experience and the kids. She's cleaning up the mess that was left by her worshippers. I don't know. I wouldn't want to have her as a biology teacher. That's for sure. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't like biology. I do have to say that the, the pig coming back to life, the animation or of that, little was freaking hilarious. It's probably a little puppet. Freaking hilarious. A little puppet. Little piggy. I give this episode a seven. A seven? Mm-hmm. I'm going to match you in this one. I'm going to oh say a seven. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I give your rating a five. Oh, okay. I'm going to also give it a seven. I give your rating a three. Because you're wishy-washy. You're like a flip-flopper. I give your attitude mm-hmm. two. Give your attitude something else. Nice. <laughs> Chris Carter said it was a cautionary it was a Chris tale. Chris Carter episode? No, it was a Morgan and Wong episode. But oh, that's Series right. creator Chris Carter described the episode as a cautionary, in quotes, a cautionary tale about playing with fire, playing with things bigger and badder than you might imagine. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh... That's probably the more interesting takes on satanic worship ever. You know, there's been a lot of movies out there, and, uh, you know, it's just one of those things, you know. I, I love this episode. I've seen it so many times. Did we translate the title? Did we translate that? We should. It's like the hand that, Bites? that hurts? Is it the hand that, that feeds you? The Biting hand, the hand that the feeds? The hand that hurts. The hand that stabs the if piggy. Someone had tweeted me the, the Google Translate mm-hmm. oven, told me what it was. I'm not going to pull up that tweet right now because it's going to make my notes disappear. But we wouldn't want that, would we? We would not want that. Translation meaning um, the hand that hurt. That's what I thought. Yeah, the, the hand, hand that, hurt. that hurt. But Dihan Verlitz, Dihan Verlitz, was part of the prayer that they would say at the beginning. Mm. Uh, that it was, well, I, and I never noticed that before but oh. until paying attention for the podcast. Yeah, they were chanting it. That was one of the first lines. That, actually, it's the very first line in German that they chant of uh, this other prayer. So, you know, real quick, though, is, is German, like, if Latin is the, the, the Catholic religion, is German the satanic? Or, or no, I mean, sorry, is, 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 is Latin the Catholic language? And is German the devil's language? Just say the Jewish. D- satanic. Consider German satanic. Yeah. Hell. Um, World War Two reference. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So Maybe moving on down the road. Move on down. What'd you give this one, Pat? Road. A seven. You give it a seven too. So we're, we're all seven, at a seven. seven. Wow. I'll give it a six. six Ooh, that six. would make much more sense. Oh, that would be good. So we're moving on to a... Uh, I don't know how you do the voodoo. I love me do. some voodoo. Every voodoo movie out there is Fresh horrible, boners. but I love it. That's what um, they should have called it. Fresh Boners. Fresh Bones, a Howard Gordon script, believe it or not, directed by Rob Bowman. I don't believe it! Rob Bowman directed more than any other... Uh, and Have you ever seen The Serpent and the Rainbow? Rob Bowman also Bob, went Bill to Pullman. Supernatural, right? Huh? The Rob Bowman? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. It was Kim Manners' Rob Bowman. I don't believe it! Nope. Not at all. Yeah. 
So we have, this is uh, February 3rd now, 1995, and that's the season two, episode right, 15. we're already halfway through the 90s. This is how yeah. things. This is great. We get a this little interesting character. Getting closer and closer to Mulder and Scully getting wardrobe and hair and mm-hmm. makeovers. We're getting there. I don't want them to get hair makeovers. Yeah, they're going to get hair and wardrobe no. makeovers. Yes. So no. I love everything voodoo ever since the James Bond movie. Uh, that had the voodoo. It's, it's probably one of the worst James Bond movies, but I love the voodoo aspect of it. Tomorrow Never Dies? Uh, no, no, way older <laughs> than that. Uh, Roger Moore going up against uh, the 7-Up guy from any movie. Well, you think the worst James Bond movie. I just think, like, most Pierce Brosnan ones at Oh, this I point. like me some Pierce Brosnan. Oh, and, yeah, uh, but this is we're so bad. Yeah, they're high-tech, high, high-adventure. GoldenEye? Do you like GoldenEye? GoldenEye is where it peaked. And it might only be because of the video game. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. <laughs> well, was good. I like Tomorrow. Tomorrow Never Dies wasn't horrible. It was a little hokey with the. There's a lot though. I know. I love video Jonathan game Price. Translate to movie. Love me some Jonathan Price. Um, actually, Colonel Wharton, Daniel Benzali, was in a Bond movie. It looks like the Colonel. Yeah, he was in A View to a Kill. Colonel's a jerk. Which is one of my favorites. He's a jerk. Mm-hmm. With the Duran Duran theme song. Duran Duran and Christopher Walken. Anyway, this Fresh Bones. Starts out with a fresh breakfast of maggots. Yeah, I hate maggots. I hate maggots. It's freaky shot. Yeah, Kevin Conway as Jack Alperin Private there, and uh, sounds familiar. Yeah, Kevin Conway, but that's not the same Kevin Conway. There's a Kevin Conway from the Grease movie, isn't there? They used to be on Taxi. I don't know. They say the F bomb. But that's not the same Kevin Conway. Wasn't it Kevin Conway or Conroy? Yeah, Kevin Conroy. Conroy, okay. Patrick's getting bored. Oh, no. <laughs> I've been up since 7 watching X-Files. Oh, no. You binged them. Are you watching this morning? When, do, when the fuck do you think I watch these? Conway, off-Broadway credits include One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, One for the Row, The Elephant Man. Was he the original Elephant Man? I don't know. Why don't you even look it up? I'm looking at it, but it doesn't say. Maybe you should do your research for the podcast because well, no. people listening might not want to listen to you like look up this information. Well, no, it's very interesting. Talk to them. Why do you think we introduced the show in this episode? Did we even say the title? <laughs> we're now a half hour into recording. Yeah, we I don't totally think we said did. The title. We did. I don't think we, we introduced. No, ourselves. we did say we we're did. moving on to fresh bones. No, no, no. no. Oh, the did. title of the show of the podcast. Yeah, I did. I don't think we said the name of it. Normally, I make a snappy comment. You ignored it. You blew over it. Oh, we talked. Remember, we talked about how we didn't put our we handles. Two files on a newborn. Our handles. Yeah. Go to so the let's all talk about one thing I did notice: the body that they when they go to the morgue to yeah. pull out the the marine's body. Oh, the chupacabra! It looks like a fucking chupacabra. Yeah. And I'm Maybe like, it was a chupacabra. Or was well, it like a coyote? That's the wrong episode because no. we have a chupacabra episode. What was it supposed to be? They didn't say. It, they didn't say. They're they just, just like, hey, what about it? Some type of canine creature. And then we get the very lonesome. Grave man. Here they're calling it a dog's carcass. Oh, the, grave, that was not the a dog. graveyard man. There. And Chester. Like a Chester. Dog or like a petrified wolf. Mm-hmm. Chester. What it really looked like was like a dead, like one of the ice wolves from Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Fictional. Or almost like <laughs> Wolfos. What's the uh, the 95. zombie series with the girl that's um, kind of post-apocalyptic? Um, series or TV show? Movie series. That's uh, a poc- not um, one of the one of the movies there are is zombie, called the Apocalypse. Zombie canines. Um, well, the zombie canines are a big part of, like the first movie. Well, there are. It's another one that's based the on. The canines a, can become zombies in the I Am Legend. 
No, but the one I'm talking about, the where they kill his dog. Well, that's true. Yeah, it is, is like that. January '95, right? January '95. So I would have been February third. That probably would have been about ten years old, playing mm-hmm. Donkey Kong Country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never played uh, Country. Or no, no, no. It was '95, maybe Donkey Kong. Have you seen Pixels yet? Pixels We've had this Kong. discussion in a podcast once before. But this is a week later. You might have seen it since then. No. I don't know. Well, honestly, I'm, I'm an 80s kid, so Why would I... would I go see Pixels? I don't know. I should see Pixels, because it's 80s games. Atari. This is expensive. It's you can go by horrible. yourself to see it. I can it. wait for the... I don't want to see Netflix. it. I, I can watch like, Adam Sandler Game of Thrones. Adam Sandler has that Netflix deal. It'll be on Netflix next week, probably. That's true. That's true. Uh, but I was going later. to bring up, as part of like a kind of a pop culture thing of when I was growing up and this show was happening, was the kid, the Bonaparte child there... That kid was the voice of uh, Arnold's friend Gerald on Hey Arnold, which All is right. a very popular cartoon for my uh, oh yeah my generation. But I didn't really dig it that much. But. You talking about Chester? No, Hey Arnold. No, the boy. Oh, that Stargate guy. I, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize the same guy. I'm Bernie Mac. Yeah, Chester. Show? Chester, the girl, the kid. In no, there's the a graveyard? picture of him from 2010. Oh. I recognize this guy. Why did Scully call him the, the actor. Bonaparte? Bonaparte. That's his Bonaparte? last name, Chester Bonaparte. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, the name. little kid that That's turns into a cat. Yeah. That's right? the character. Yeah. He turns into a cat. He's like, where'd he go? And then it's like, meow. <laughs> Speaking of which, yesterday was National Black Cat Appreciation Day. Aw, oh, really? he's a little kitty. He was in the Supernatural Pilot. Really? Do you remember Lewis from the Supernatural Pilot? No, I do not. I don't remember. No, this, this guy works all the time. It's been a while since I've seen that. Yeah. He was good. I, I do say he, he was very good. Was a good child actor. In this, this is like the first time in like s- um, several episodes now, probably like six or seven, where we see Mr. X. Yes, mm-hmm. who comes in very quickly. Not about him. Yeah. We see X quite a bit in this one. Well, no, he comes in the car. No, right. Those are other black people. Oh, okay. Walter. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> well speaking of black talking, people. We were actually talking about, oh, Mike, no. about what an interesting setting this is, and I'm not yeah. sure if it's actually, like, it's a cool idea. Not sure how based in reality it is, but of, like, all these, uh, they're political prisoners, right? These Haitians? Well, here, yeah. well, I, well I did find on Wiki while we were, since then, so uh, Howard Gordon. Prison, but it's not a hotel. No, but Howard Gordon wrote this after an article that he read about two servicemen committing suicide in Haiti. So the story that this is loosely based on is actually took place in Haiti, and they wanted to film it in Haiti. They couldn't make it work, so the I think they made it North Carolina. Carolina. Well, I think they they said they found that where they filmed it in Vancouver was a port side thing that looked more like North Carolina than Haiti. Well, they made the setting North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what's cool about doing that though, you kind of tie into. The, the Japanese concentration camps from World War II. And, yeah, and the reason uh, all this voodoo is happening is that, because the military is mistreating them. Right. And, and, uh, but it was very real. interesting. Suddenly the colonel wanted something at, from Beauvais. I like yeah. when everybody's got what a did point he want? Well, no, the colonel when wanted... He went to see him in, in no, like, the night that he died. What's really going on... Like, I give it to me. Yeah. He's like, no. What's really going on this whole time is that the colonel is basically doing everything. The colonel is the one that is doing all the voodoo. And I think what the colonel wants from Beauvais is the, all the knowledge, all the power. He wants the power to come back from the dead and all the magic. But he knows enough, all the magic that is causing the, the, all the military guys. Because the reason you find out briefly, yeah. the military guys were not being retaliated upon by Beauvais and the Haitians. 
they're being retaliated upon By because the they were going to turn the colonel gonna, in yeah, for were, being yeah. bad to the Haitians. So that's they a big also, part of this. They like, he did a number on Scully, too. Poor Scully, man. They always do a number on Scully. go after Scully. Come uh, on. She's freaking out. Well, I'll do a number oh, on that Scully. That was scary. That was, and then the guy's ham was bleeding. Like He went to cut into his ham. Mm-hmm. Good thing she had that good luck charm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, uh, what was in that? I, I was saying maybe it was sage or something. But I don't like, think it's ever specifically said. Okay. But uh, she gets it from a ghost, so that's impressive. But, um, yeah, it's pretty weird. He appears in the car. And so I guess Chester Bonaparte, I guess he's probably not a ghost necessarily, though. He's actually a zombie of sorts. And, and he's they brought find back. out Chester had been dead for yeah. several weeks. You know, talk about other actors that went on to big things. Uh, Roger Cross, who was the uh, private Kittle, the one that was in the office quite a bit and uh, starts to say, you know, I, I do notice problems. He is a big part of the new show, Continuum. And uh, was uh, first wave. He was in quite a bit. He was a major character in first wave. Yeah. Um, which is, I think that's an X Files team spinoff as well. But oh, uh, spinoff, but same. And, and he 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 shows up in a lot of places. I forget what other was something else. Either Hannibal or something else that's on. He's popped up in recently. And so Bove actually killed him in the end. That's the Bove Bove came out of his grave to take him, but he didn't kill him. He sprayed him with the stuff that paralyzes him. Yeah, and then he gets buried. And he gets alive. buried alive. Yeah, yeah. Alive. yeah, and that was very much of like the, uh, the was it the the Rainbow movie with Bill Pullman. He was buried alive at one point. Same kind of this reason. Is Rainbow movie. Uh, it's uh, the Serpent and the Rainbow. It's one. Of, it's a Wes Craven movie from 1988. Bill Pullman and uh, Kathy Tyson's in there. They're down researching. The, the zombification for medical purposes. And they're down, I think, in Haiti. Yeah, they it's are in Haiti. It also was a Picket Fences spinoff. What's that? I'm just kidding. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, I don't remember Picket Fences, but I do remember, for some reason, Picket Fences and Twin Peaks was always connected in my mind. So maybe it does have supernatural qualities to it. Here's Little Kitty again. I, I don't man. remember it at all. Bill Coleman's IMDb photo is very beardy. Wow. Got a big gray beard there. Yeah. So, what are we giving this episode? I don't know. I like this episode. It's it, but it, like all voodoo. I don't know why every single everything that's ever dealt with voodoo is usually horrible, but it's intriguing to me the magic of it. So, but for some reason, I don't know if they're afraid um, to go into this black white thing, or they're afraid to do. There's something about it that always feels either sanitized or something. It, it's very dark. But there's there's uh-huh. something missing. But I'll, I'll it? give it a six. I'll give it a six. Really? I like it. Oh my gosh. Is that too much or too little? Too little. Too little? Low for you. Low, Low for, for me. You. Well, compared to the last one. I'll give it a seven. Yeah. I was gonna give it a six. Meh. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. The voodoo stuff. I give it a seven because a little kitty. Oh, the kitty's good. Mm-hmm. So it gets one whole point just because it has an animal in it. With a cat. Just in the kid, when the cat starts meowing. The kid is great in it, though. Can't wait to see what you think of that Jumanji episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. I hate Um, that episode so much. Uh, We'll get to that one on the the next next podcast. Jameel Walker Smith definitely steals this episode, and uh, he stole it. Where'd it go? Hey, we finally get a cute, fun kid instead of a creepy kid, right? Mm. He was. He, he could have been a creepy kid. It's Especially voodoo. His French uh, yes, fries. I should, I yeah. should give the ultimatum is that it's it's mainly like uh, young white child actors that drive me crazy. Yeah. Just to specify. <laughs> 
Oh, it's John Stamos' birthday. All right. Is it um, really? Happy birthday, John Stamos. Oh, yeah, man. Great. When's that Full House wannabe thing coming out again? Or There's a Full House remake. reboot coming reboot. out on Netflix. Full, ca- full House podcast? We, we should. There's a Netflix we Full do, House. We should have a, a rewatch live no. podcast. I will just not be there. <laughs> Did they get the there. Olsen twins back? No. As far as I know, they're not coming back. They're like, we don't need the money for this. We've got we made enough money. Well, they're too cracked out. Oh, God, what's her? I had dinner next to one of them. Did you? Where? Downtown Lower East Which one? I think whichever one is, uh, you know, blonde. Yeah. How am I supposed to know? Well, Mary-Kate is the one that's really cracked out and like, emaciated, right? It's also Ahmad Best's birthday. Ahmad Best? Mm-hmm. What was that? He was uh, Jar Jar Banks. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking oh, of voodoo. Buddy. All right. That's right. All right. Hey, I'm Walter. Hi, Walter. Oh, I thought we were signing What's off. What's your Twitter handle? At Walt Fraser. I think we oh, said it in the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Say it again. Uh, Larice F. Get double can, the followers. You can follow us for some really interesting tweets. Yeah. And I'm Patrick. At the Patrick. You can follow Walt. Uh, you can follow at Decovniacs if you're David. Yeah. Decovniacs. Go to Decovniacs.com. Follow Walt and Larice if you want to deal with all this yeah. weird X-Files. Uh, and if you're in Canada, Canada there's drama. concerts Friday and Saturday, the 21st and 20th. I don't know if this, this will be posted by then, probably. Yeah, we won't be there. August 21, August 22 in Vancouver. I definitely will. David Decovni in concert and everybody's saying Jillian Anderson better show up because she's in town. And... Uh, <laughs> that yeah you're not gonna touch Jillian Anderson mm, nope but I'm not gonna touch that comment no. she was a great backup singer John when she actually Stamos, most of the time she didn't even sing I think she's were like, you at the same concert I was at she, yeah she wasn't really room. singing she was singing a little bit she just sounded great when no, she sang she did not. no I don't remember a lot of times she was just banging on her tambourine <laughs> that was that was that's what she should do yeah they could give her like a go-go cage I don't know. No? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give her like a go-go girl outfit. I'll tear, I'm going to leave this all She'd alone. be like, she could shake her goods. and uh, Look, I'll like, just... Unsaid, undone. Unsaid, unsung. I'll just eat my words and be done. That's, That's not Stamos. even right. I, 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 right I hate the wrong words. I hate the wrong words. The wrong fucking lyrics. Well, David thinks I know all the words, so okay. it doesn't matter. Because he doesn't know that yeah. they were singing the wrong words. Passenger! Okay, it's it's not, supposed to be up an octave, right? I took it up an octave. No. Pat's on a whole... I'm reading John Stamos. All right, we'll see you guys in the next... We won't see anybody because it's a podcast. Well, here, we won't hear But I I do want to plug, if you do like these podcasts, please go to iTunes and write a review. Here's what you write. You write, my God, what was I doing with my life before I started listening to this podcast? Five stars. If you're still listening now, 